You're listening to the Tech Life Today podcast featuring thoughtful stories and diverse personalities of the alumni, students, and staff of the Northern Alberta Institute of Technology. This is the place to learn and be entertained by people with a passion and a purpose, both inside and outside the classroom. The Tech Life Today podcast is an extension of Tech Life Today, Nate's online magazine. You can find more stories online by visiting techlifetoday.ca or by going to Tech Life Nate on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Liz Pittman. I'm a writer for techlifetoday.ca and the host of this podcast. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Veterans of the Canadian Forces have put everything on the line to defend our freedom at home and abroad. And my guest today wants to make sure they get the support and help they need after they've returned home. Christine Bannerman works with Veterans Emergency Transition Services, or Vets Canada, an organization dedicated to finding veterans and getting them housing, mental health support, help accessing benefits, and more. A former military nurse, Christine has worked across Canada and the world, including a tour in Bosnia during her 27-year career. Now she leads the health services team at Nate. She's one of countless staff members who make a difference inside and outside the classroom. Thanks so much for joining me today, Christine, for the Tech Life Today podcast. Very excited to learn about your involvement with Vets Canada. Yeah, so Vets Canada is uh, the national organization that was started in Halifax. The gentleman who started it, Jim Lowther, was recently, he had retired and um, had been helping out at a soup kitchen. And when he was at the soup kitchen in Halifax, um, got to talking to a couple of people and they were um, homeless veterans. So they had served in the Canadian forces and through some glitches ended up on the streets. And so, so he started the organization Vets Canada. It is a nationally uh, not-for-profit organization and we actually get funding from Veterans Affairs to help look after some of the veterans. So they need a short interim help. They either need help to get off the streets, they need help to get their pensions back in order and so we'll um, provide them uh, I usually get authorization, of course, but provide them with grocery cards uh, or um, the last veteran I was helping out, he was actually, he had to stay in a hotel for a little while till we found suitable accommodation and uh, had to run down and see him a couple times, make sure he had uh, grocery cards to feed himself and, um, and then finally found some appropriate housing and Vets Canada actually gave him the money for the first month and the damage deposit. I should mention that Vets Canada is Veterans Emergency Transition Services. And you're a lead with the local chapter? I'm a lead here in Edmonton. Was there a particular incident that inspired you to get involved with this organization? So for 27 years, I was in the military. So when I left the military and joined Nate, I kind of missed that military involvement. And so started following Vets Canada a little bit more. And then one day sent in a, hey, I'd like to join. And so uh, they sent me the application forms, did my orientation over the phone. And uh, lo and behold, now I'm the lead. What circumstances are veterans facing that's leading them to fall through the cracks and, and be in a situation where they maybe don't have the support or don't have that food or housing? So what's happening with some of them is uh, we've had a, some of them, it's a delay in their pensions. Uh, that they'll start the paperwork, but it, it's not flowing very quickly. And uh, they'll release sometimes out of the military before the pension has a had chance to kick in. So um, before they 
uh, they've run out of money from their uh, reg force career and as they're becoming a civilian don't have their money yet so they kind of fall between the cracks others it's um, unfortunately mental health their mental health uh, takes a dive they'll start they'll maybe gamble away their money they'll drink away their money and then they don't have money for rent or food Something like mental health or addiction or PTSD, how does that hinder that kind of transition back into normal life or society when they get back from serving? So the PTSD, they just, they're not comfortable in ordinary surroundings. So they're not comfortable going into restaurants, not comfortable in um, in where we have areas with lots of people because they've um, maybe been over to Afghanistan or Bosnia and been involved with conflict. And that conflict, what they've seen, what they've done, what they've heard, um, what they smelled affects them. And they can't seem to get themselves integrated. So sometimes just uh, being able to offer them a safe place, uh, a hotel, or offering to connect them with somebody who has like experiences, or get them back with a psychologist or psychiatrist. Sometimes they just fall off their medications. They run out of or they run out of money and aren't able to take their medications. So it's getting things uh, squared away for them. If vets didn't exist, what would happen to these people? They would be on the streets. They, um, when you know, when we find a veteran, a lot of times it's their medical pensions that are that um, haven't been reassessed, or they um, may have put in for a pension for an injured back or an injured um, shoulder, but because there's not enough. Um, documentation they may have been refused but just because they're refused doesn't mean that they can't reapply for that and so when they so if a veteran has um, a pension for PTSD all these medications are covered any treatment to do with PTSD is covered it's covered by Veterans Affairs Canada however if they don't have the pension if they're experiencing shoulder pain back pain related to service they have to find um, they have to find services and you don't get chiropractors you don't get physiotherapists for free you don't get medications you have to pay for that stuff how does vets find people you mentioned helping these people but how does yeah. one locate them so boots on the ground is um is a walk that is done across canada on the exact same day and we're looking for veterans that are homeless and when we did that particular walk, it was on TV the next day, and that's how a couple of veterans were started. Um, that's how they found out. So they phoned the 1-800 number, or they can uh, you know, go to the local library and vetscanada.com, um, um, or their Veterans Affairs case manager may um, actually point them in our direction. Sometimes the case manager will contact us and say, this gentleman needs a hand. Are you able to help him out? Or this lady needs a hand. So so when you're doing this boots on the ground initiative, you're just walking around with water bottles and, and granola bars trying to find people? Yeah, that's yeah. what we did the last time. We uh, This past uh, March, we were boots on the ground. Uh, we actually did two boots on the ground. We did one that was focused on finding women um, because it coincided with International Women's Day. And then the second one was in June, and we were just looking for any veterans. So we uh, that particular day, we loaded up with um, 
water bottles and granola bars. So we had something to hand out. We would we didn't differentiate any anybody that we saw. We were handing out water bottles and granola bars. You know, for a rainy day, it was surprising how many people were happy to have a water bottle. Yeah, yeah, and a granola bar. So uh, we were a group of about eleven people that went out and. Uh, uh, went around downtown by the Ice District and a couple other places, um, Boyle, Boyle Community Centre. And um, there's another uh, resource that we found. It's for people that are over 50, and it's uh, like a senior's um, kitchen. And so we went there as well, and we, we did actually run into a gentleman who was living at Hope Mission and eating at the senior's kitchen, and he had been a military member. Took all this information and uh, passed it up through um, the kind of the chain of command to Halifax. And then another older gentleman in his 80s was um, a military member in Antigua. Wow. So we took his information and again sent that to our, our lead in Halifax, and uh, hopefully she was, she was going to look and see if there was anything for these folks as well. I think Vets Canada is an incredible organization, and I think it's, it's wonderful the support that's being offered in terms of food cards or helping with access to resources. But I think with your background in the military, I think it probably is pretty comforting to find these people you speak the same language you don't have to explain like they don't have to explain to me what it was like in Bosnia or what it was like in Afghanistan I was in Bosnia um, I did a seven-month tour in 99 I know what basic training is I know when they have to do the rucksack rucksack marches you know to qualify to go away on tour what that what that can do to someone so I don't they don't have to explain their story over and over and when they find out that you're you know um, a flight nurse, registered nurse, and you served 27 years. And then for me, my dad was military, so I'm a base brat. I was born and raised on military bases, and my kids are, are base brats. So it's an understanding, and I understand the, the, the lingo, uh, you know, so they can talk and code, and most of the times I understand it. There's every once in a while, it's kind of like, what's that? What yeah. are you talking about? But a sense of comfort for sure. Yeah. How does the work that you're doing with vets inspire or inform the work that you do with health services here at Nate? Do you find any similarities or any impact that you bring with you to work? I'm um, so my boss said to me when we did our um, performance evaluation, he said, walking around Nate is like walking around with the mayor with you because I know people. Yes, you do. But I, I cuz you're involved with everything. <laughs> I am involved in a lot, but I I like to recognize people. I like to say hello and just, you know, if somebody looks like they're not having a good day, I just like to say hello to them so that they, you know, the eye contact and I I know you're there. So my background, I do I did do psychiatric nursing when I was in first in the military. And I like to, for people to know that they're cared about. And so, you know, and I, I go to a lot of meetings and I go to a lot of safety things. Because I'm an occupational health nurse here at Nate, I look, look after the health and safety. And, and health is a big thing with people today, um, mental health. And so having that psych background, I think, helps. And then I'm, I'm um, pretty forward, right? I'm pretty outgoing. And that helps when I'm working with Vets Canada. Because I just can talk to people and just, hey, how's your day going? What have you been doing? And I never say, I try not to say, how are you? Because the standard answer is, good. okay, yeah. okay, good. Yeah. You know, how's things going today? You know, are you heading to class? Or, hey, I like I like that tie. Or I like those, you know, a young lady I saw the other day. I liked her shoes. They were pretty rainbowish, you know. So it's it's just, hey, thanks. So just recognizing and talking to people. And I take that with me when, 
at my work and even the nurses that work for me now they'll you know I'll say hey I'm going for going for a walk with so and so and they'll say yeah we'll see you in a half an hour or so <laughs> yeah they know that I I talk yeah. and you know I talk to people so yeah I know a lot of people Christine I admire the amount of work you do at Nate and you're involved with so many things I think it's incredible and obviously there are similarities between the work that you do here at Nate and the work that you do with Vets Canada I want to know why why do you put your hand up for everything you always want to help other people is that part of being a base brat and being part of that environment because you're always the first one to volunteer yeah Yeah, I am I, I want to volunteer because I want people to be aware of some of the things that that um, we need to fix, for lack of a better word. So Pink Shirt Day, I want people um, to be aware of how they treat other people. Mm -hmm. You need to be respectful of other people, no matter where they come from, what they do, or how they do it, right? We need to be respectful towards people. And bullying and harassment is not okay. Movember, it's important as well. My dad um, had prostate cancer and shortly after that um, was taken he's gone now he died of um, another type of cancer but he prostate cancer testicular testicular cancer um, men's health and um, suicide awareness we need to get people out there being comfortable talking with with each other maybe your mental health needs a you know maybe you need to talk to a professional for our listeners who don't know Christine, she's on every committee at Nate. <laughs> uh, so when I say that she's involved with everything, she really is, and it's uh, to be admired for sure. Just to bring it back to Vets Canada, just briefly to wrap things up here, Christine, when will the group be going out again for another Boots on the Ground walk? Do you know when that's coming up? So funny you ask, I just sent an email out a couple of weeks ago asking if um, we could get together as a group and then plan our, our um, walk to go out. Probably after Remembrance Day, we may see a few vets because they tend to come out um, and pay their respects um, during Remembrance Day. Mm-hmm. So if we can go out shortly after that, and hopefully the weather will stay good, we can see if uh, see if we can find a few more. We bring our I bring my intake forms with me so that we can um, get things going right away, and uh, hopefully you know we can catch a few more, help them out, and uh, get a few more people off the street and into housing get them food cards some have have um, you know they have housing but they don't have food cards because rent is quite expensive finding something suitable so hopefully november we'll be going out on a walk again lovely well christine again i admire you and your pink hair so much (laughs) i appreciate you taking the time to chat for the tech life today podcast thank you very much for um, being um, allowed and invited to talk about vets canada A shout out to our lovely, lovely Serena from the radio and television program who is helping with production on this episode. And big thanks to my producer, Brian, as well. Thanks again to Christine for being part of the episode and thank you for listening. If you'd like more information on Veterans Emergency Transition Services, visit VetsCanada.org. Next month, I'll sit down with Don Lehman and Derek Thunder from Nate's Niso Kamatatan Center. We'll talk about the Cree language and get a bit of a language lesson from them as well. The Tech Life Today podcast is an extension of Nate's online magazine, Tech Life Today. You can find more stories online by visiting techlifetoday.ca or by going to Tech Life Nate on Facebook and Twitter. If you have feedback you'd like to share about the podcast, please email techlife at nate.ca. Thanks so much for listening. We can't wait to share more Nate stories with you.